Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you, folks. I hope, I hope we find you well with this broad, broadcast. I, I hope God has been blessing you. I know he's certainly been blessing me. With me, as always, my friend Kevin and uh, Kevin Rob. Make sure you look for Kevin, R-A-U-B, out there on Facebook or wherever social media may take you. What's going on, Kevin? Oh, man, I'm having a time of my life. More fun than a human being ought to have. You know, I've lived a life <laughs> like that, brother. You know, it's a, <laughs> I, I don't know how much of that is absolutely true, but you know, I'm sure there's been a time in there or two and uh, that's pretty good stuff. So we're, we're cruising along. We do this word of the day every day. So folks, a couple of things I want to update you. So we're heading right toward our time in narcissism. So, uh, we're, we're going to be hitting narcissism when we get through, um, Proverbs, uh, we're going to shoot right into narcissism, and then from there, who knows? But they'll spend a lot of time on that, and uh, I'm sure God will bless that. So we're working along on the word of the day, and I chose a word out of the verse today. So you're going to find us over here in Proverbs 28, uh, the 28th Proverbs, starting in verse 17. And I chose the word bloodshed, and, and in relation to you know what it means in this verse, things that are going on and things of that nature, there's a lot to be said when we hear that term bloodshed. And uh, a lot of people have been caused PTSD, Brother Kevin, because of the words bloodshed or because of the actions that cause blood to be shed. Yeah. You know, I was, True. yeah, I was just watching the news here a little while ago and they're trying to track down this, uh, this killer or killers out there in Idaho that killed some young people, killed four young people, murdered them, um, lots of stuff going on, chasing a ton Horrible. of leads, FBI, then uh, up there by where we used to live in Chesapeake, Virginia, we lived in Suffolk. Uh, they, it looks like they have uh, uh, a guy, a manager there who shot up some people at Walmart. And I, I don't even know why. Uh, but, uh, but God tells us some things about bloodshed. So bloodshed to me is the killing or wounded of people, um, you know, for, for no purpose. Uh, I mean, just killing people, murdering people. So I think that's how I want to look at this word for the day and, and what goes on. And, um, and I know there's a lot of different ways you can go with these verses. And we know that the Lord came. We know when we talk about Jesus' blood, that's a good thing. And he was killed for, for the reason of our sin. So it's really not for no reason. He didn't do anything wrong. He didn't sin. He didn't break the law. He didn't do anything that was outside his purview as our Lord and Savior. Um, and, you know, he gave his blood on our behalf. And so, and because of that, we walk in light as he was in light. And we have fellowship one to another. And in the blood of Jesus Christ, the son that cleanses us from all his sin. So the blood of Jesus Christ, the savior cleanses us of all of our sin and takes away this, uh, this bloodshed that we would have to face otherwise. And, and, and to look at it in the verse, Kevin, it talks about a man, uh, doeth violence to the blood of any person's shell. And, and I like this flee to the pit, let no man 
stay him. So we know that these people who murder, you should flee to a pit. And no man should help them. No man should hide them. No man should cover for them. And so when we think of bloodshed, I mean, what's coming to your mind, Kevin, when, when that term bloodshed comes, comes to your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Or I, I say it out loud here. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, you know, the, uh, the bloodshed that you're talking about is, is definitely the, the real, you know, the, tra- the traumatizing kind, right? It's the, the violent, unjust um, taking of life or, or hurting someone. And it's just, it's a terrible, and I'm, you know, I'm just thinking of PTSD a lot. Um, we have the PTSD ministry that got started here where I'm at near Fort hood, Texas, where I'm at at least for a few more days. And, um, you know, I'm, I, I sat not last time I was in the meeting, I sat next to someone who was involved in some terrible, a wartime bloodshed, you know, of, of people taking the lives of other people unjustly, um, you know, for the selfish gain of, of a country. And, uh, but it's terrible. The guy was so traumatized. You couldn't even look up from the table. He couldn't look across the table to the person leading the study. It was just uh, amazing because of the, the, the intense violence that he witnessed, that he saw, um, how can you wrap your mind around yeah. someone losing their life in a in a violent, bloody way, and then then add to it children that have to see that? You know, our ministry is dealing with children, and I know that Wounded Spirits Right is going to be uh, expanding the children's ministry. So, yeah, man, there's a need. Yeah, and and you know, I go back, Kevin. This comes to my mind when I started this ministry. I remember I hung out for a little while over there at Genesis 4.13 and Cain said unto the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. And we'll remember that Cain killed Abel. And uh, he killed Mm. Abel out of this prideful vengeance, uh, taking him out because Abel was was an able guy. He was a good guy, (laughs) God-fearing, good son. And so, you know, people look at their other people's kids and they say, man, they couldn't have been that great of a parent. Well, how about the first parents? You know, and, uh, and, and Cain kills Abel and, and, and Cain has to go to the Lord at this point and say, Lord, the punishment is greater than I can bear. So when someone has their blood shed by someone else, I mean, we're told they go in a pit and then we're seeing it in the Bible in Genesis four. Uh, we're seeing it. I mean, here's Cain in a pit. All, all he could do is go to God. And, and say, God, your your punishment is greater than I can bear right here. This is this is too much for me, and uh, you know I need your help to get through this. Is this idea of what we're going through, and and this idea when we talk about bloodshed and some folks, Kevin, I think of the folks like you were going down the road that the brother who could only look down, he didn't want to look anyone in the face, and. And, and I think of an infantryman in the United States Army. I'm not sure the statistics. I'm sure it's the same in the Marines and the Navy SEALs and things of that nature. Um, but one out of two infantrymen witnessed at least five killings uh, oh for, for one's country. So, I mean, there's people who served over there. So, so there's people walking around this earth right now who witness people. And then, of course, you're dealing with the people who've witnessed 
uh, killings of family members as missionaries, uh, losing husbands, uh, losing children, rape of children. And, and, and God's saying over here in this verse, he's saying, man, there's a pit. Nobody should be helping these people. God doesn't accept this type of behavior. Uh, there's going to be punishment. There's something coming, and, and we can count on that. And, and to those of you who are out there and you say, well, Brother Doug, you know, why do people keep on getting away with things? And, and I'll tell you this, God keeps score. And, uh, and God knows what's going on. And we may not see the punishment on this side of things, but I'm here to tell you that God keeps score. He knows where things are. And he says, when somebody takes this in and they have bloodshed, this innocent bloodshed, they're going to go to a pit. And by the way, anyone who's helping them, that's a problem. And so I think Kevin, I think, you know, we, we have some hope here as we talk to our brothers and sisters in Christ today, as we talk to these folks on this podcast and say, listen, God keeps score for the stuff people put you through. God mm. keeps score for the people who are abusing us. God keeps score for these narcissists who ruin our lives. God keeps score, uh, you know, for all those nights we've went to bed crying. God, God, he, he captures our tears, Kevin. He knows yes. how many tears we have. God keeps score, brother. Yeah, it says he keeps them in a bottle. That verse means a lot to me. And and it really is true that, you know, when we have an unbearable thing that, you know, I heard it said that if, if God squeezes your heart till the juice comes out the eyeballs, that's, the, you know, he keeps score that and, and he really does. <laughs> However, he saves that in a bottle. I know this, he pays attention and he moves heaven and earth if necessary to take care of that need that is being squeezed out through tears it it is real it it is real and and you know in those lonely nights when you were laying in bed in those those lonely times brother kevin when life's upside down and we miss people we we've been hurt you know there's not a person over a year old on this earth that hasn't been hurt and uh, there isn't a person walking on these streets and some much worse than others. And people let us down and life's let us down and government lets us down. But God is not going to let us down. And uh, we can, we can put our, you know, look up. And, and sometimes we just got to look up. You know, sometimes we, we've just got to look up and, and say, God, I know you're up there. I know you're beyond the stars. I need your help. Sometimes we do it in our prayer closet. Uh, when we're not looking at the sky, sometimes we do it. We pull a car off the road. It, it hasn't been an uncommon thing for me to pull the car off the road and say, uh, mm -hmm. Lord, I need you. You know, this is a time that I need you. This is a time, you know, I need right now. I need you to help heal my heart, God, because I just can't mm -hmm. do it. And uh, have you been there, brother? Yeah. You know, uh, I've been there and the Lord's a good father. He's he he he's called Abba you know, which is daddy. That's yeah. the, you know, the Hebrew kind of what a little child would be able to pronounce. Uh, and so when we, when we talk to the Lord, he's got this tender heart. I know when I've got seven children and, uh, even to this day, they're all grown up, but if they, if any of them says, dad, I need you, I mean, it's, it, it's on. That is yeah. It's on. It's on. You know, yeah. all all bets are off, and it's on, and we're gonna we're gonna do something about it, uh, to whatever ability I have, and if it's financial, that might be a little limited, but but you know, God is not limited by finances. He has the ability to send comfort in my soul. You know, David said, "In the day of my trouble, 
I sought the, uh, I'm trying to think, it's, I'm misquoting it, but it says, uh, I, you know, he sought the Lord and he sent comfort in his soul. That's yeah. talking about the, the and, and hold that thought emotion. for one minute. We're right up on 11 minutes. Hey, hey, folks, just hang with us a minute. We'll be right back with you. And uh, here you go. Well, and it's great to have you folks hanging with us. I appreciate that. And, and you were right there, brother, uh, cruising along. So we'll let you continue on. Yeah. The hope of, of anyone that's been through uh, a blood, you know, bloodshed, seen bloodshed, or have even committed it. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about the idea of someone that's committed an abortion and they've gotten, you know, they've gotten God's help on it. God's convicted them. They've gotten it right. And, um, because, you know, God, you know, we, got, allows, we serve a good, good God. We serve a great God. We serve. Th- that's a, it. Yeah. And a so, wonderful God, so, a forgiving God. Yeah. 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 And so once we own it, you know, own what we've done, God just miraculously goes as deep, deeper than the pain. And that that's, that's what I'm thinking. You know, I've got a first responder, one of my sons, he's a full-time fireman. And uh, he sees junk. He sees bloodshed. He sees children, you know, tore up, killed, whatnot. And uh, how how do you resolve that? Well, the only way you can is to cry out to God and say, Lord, this pain runs deeper than I'm able to get to. And you're going to have to reach down deeper than the wound and heal me from the inside out. Because, Brother Doug, the alternative is to, to you know, kind of let it heal on the to skin over, but then you've got this festering infection below the surface. And um, I think God wants us to, you know, sometimes lance the the trauma and, and let it, you know, David said, let him curse. You know, speaking of Shimei, I think sometimes God wants us to go ahead and let the junk out so that uh that his his balm of gilead can go deeper than the than the pain is yeah that's for sure and you know we look at this first brother and just going along hand in hand with it what god has led this conversation it says a man doeth violence to the blood of any person uh shall flee to the pit let no man help him and so you know we look at that verse and then we think about that and you know, in modern day, I mean, you're a fugitive when you do that. I mean, there's a, there's a, a poster hung up somewhere of you, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're coming looking for you and uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're wanting to put you in jail and, and you're a fugitive till the day you die. Either they catch you or you're a fugitive. You're always running. I, I wrote that down here in my Bible. You're always running when you get caught up in this kind of thing. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and God's saying, nobody help them out there. Don't be part of that. And, you know, we're always running. We're always caught up in that. And, uh, you know, that bloodshed. And I think we covered that pretty good. And then you get to that verse 18. Uh, and, and, and right away the Bible says, Whoso walketh uprightly shall be saved, but he that is perverse in his ways shall fall at once. And, uh, you know, there's going to be a sudden fall. There's going to be a crazy fall, right? And, uh, 
but the one who, you know, it's over and over again, the Bible's always pushing integrity. The Bible uses that word uprightly and, 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 you know, and doing things that are godly above, you know, having integrity when no one's looking and, and, uh, and, and it goes on. And then this Hebrew poetry, Kevin, it says, well, we gotta, be, we gotta have integrity, even in those bad days, even when people are messing us over, even when the world is upside down, have integrity. And there's a reason for that because it says that those who are perverse, remember the verse, it says, so those who, uh, you know, perversion distorts God's image in people, you know, it distorts everything. Right. And, and yep. it's saying they're going to suddenly fall. They're going to, you know, the, the reason people are perverse and they is so the devil uses that to distort the image of God through people who are perverse. And they say, no, this is all right. It's all right to do whatever you want, be with anyone who you want, say anything you want, hurt anyone you want. It's all okay. Well, no, God's saying it's not. Integrity matters, man. And uh, I mean, what are you thinking, Kevin? Yeah, there's a verse of scripture that says um, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. And, you know, um, the opposite of of perverseness is uprightness. So perverseness to me, it talks about dancing around an issue. You don't want to face it. Uprightly means we're going to face it. We're going to face the music. You know, um, as I'm a missionary and as a missionary, you get into churches and you get Q and a going. Sometimes people are asking questions. Sometimes it's just, you know, in the, in the vestibule (laughs) around the display table, sometimes it's public Q and a, and, um, I remember uh, hearing a missionary one time being asked questions in the Q and A, and as a mission, the missionary had, you know, there was this, there was an issue. There was, it was not a scandal, but it was just an issue. And I remember watching, you know, I was in the pew, and I just, I was in a missions conference. So that particular missionary, I could tell he danced around an issue, and I just thought, ooh, Lord, I don't want to do that. I want to be, if anyone wants to ask anything. Upright. I want to face it. I want to yeah. yeah, upright. I want to walk in Integrity, you know, ch- head, head held high. Yeah. And if it hurts, it hurts. Take, you know, if there's lumps to take, you know, it's kind of like if, uh, if the policeman pulls you over, don't try to weasel your way out of it. Take your lumps. And I, I teach my kids to do that. And, uh, you know, it's not that they don't ever get pulled over for speeding, but I'm thankful that they do take their lumps. And usually the police officer is kind to them, you know, and lets them go because they're being upright about it. But if they're yeah. being perverse, that's just yeah, and, and, that's and that not word, Christian. And that word perverse carries with it so many connotations. Uh, I mean, in so many different directions, perverse sexually, perverse hurting people, perverse uh, attitude. You know, you, we could go on all day with that word perverse, uh, but but we're sitting here and we're learning that there's a difference between the perverse man and the man of integrity or the lady of integrity and the perverse lady. There's a difference. And, and God knows the difference. Sometimes here on earth, you know, we're out there fighting, we're struggling, we're, you, you know, our, man, our face is in the wind, we're, we're trembling, we're cold, we're, life is hard, Kevin, and, and we're going through those things and we, we find ourselves up against the wall sometimes and it, it's easy sometimes to, you know, maybe sneak in an untruth. And God's saying, mm. no, no, that's not what it's about. 
It's always been about yeah. integrity. It's always been about being uprighty, uprightly. It's always about trusting me. It's, uh, you know, I say in my word, do not let my good be spoken evil of. There's a reason for that because I'm a God who's just. I'm a God who's godly. I'm a, I'm a God who's beyond sin. I'm a God, we, we don't have to do anything halfway. There's a way in which we do things. And I've found, I've proved God over and over again right in my life. Over and over again, God has taken the most perverse, weird things that have been thrown at me in the army, and particularly in the ministry. You know, there's so much jealousies and insecurities, and, and we'll talk a lot about that, narcissism, you know, and, and there's so much of that going on and people messing people over, people making deals with people and walking away. I mean, there's just so much of that. But you know what I've found, Kevin? I've found that people who say, um, you know, we're going to do this, all going to, and they walk away, that if you look into people's history, they've walked away before, brother. You know, I, I think there's, there's only one way you can stand when you stand for God. And, and I told you what a gentleman had told me about a group of people that hurt our organization pretty bad here a, a month or two ago. And this brother said, you know, they, they preach uh, from a pretty high and holy mountain, but they've never lived there. And this is one of those verses where God's saying, you need to live there. I mean, isn't that what you're saying? You need to live in integrity, yeah. uprightly. Yeah, I'm seeing that here. You got to live here. You know, whether you like it or not, if someone's feelings get hurt, get over it. You got to live there. And uh, I mean, Kevin, what would you tell people how to live there? Just live there. Yeah, yeah. You know, Psalm 92 has a great verse. I think it's the last verse. And it says um, that, the, that the righteous shall flourish. And then it says to show that the Lord is upright. He is, uh, or there is no unrighteousness in him. So we're upright because he is upright. And so, you know, we have to think if Jesus walked into this situation, what would he say? What would he do? Well, he sure wouldn't hide the truth and he sure wouldn't lie about the truth. And this is where, you know, we all get, uh, you know, all of us, if you're a fisherman, this is where you need to pay attention to, to the Jesus to the Jesus of the Bible, he never exaggerated the truth. And that's, um, that's, you know, it's something we're all prone to do because, you know, to make our case prone more... to wander. <laughs> oh, <I need> to... <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you that him right ahead that right. Didn't he? And, uh, Boy, he did. He did. We want, we wander from the straight and narrow of the truth, you know, and the crosshairs, uh, kind of get shaky there, but, but yeah, God always takes up for us when we're, trying to be upright. Yeah, he always does. And, and I think this goes back to what Kevin was saying in the beginning as we wrap up here today is we're not a people that dances around issues. We're not a people that stab people in the back. We're a people that walk uprightly. We're a people that when we make a deal, we live behind it. We're a people uh, that stand behind the godly things, stand behind our preachers, stand behind our families. Kevin said, when one of my seven kids needs me, I'm going, man. It's I'm, I'm on. It's on. I'm going. And uh, folks, that's the life we need to live. And I think this is the lesson God has for us today is uh, we don't do violence. We don't hide those who do violence. Uh, we stand uprightly. We don't hang around with the perverse, those people without integrity that God going to let us down every time. Hey, listen, folks, we sure do love you. And thank you for taking the opportunity to be part of this community today. We look forward to you coming back again tomorrow. And uh, may God bless you. And hey, with that smile that only God can give you today. Thanks, Kevin. Bye-bye. 
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.